0: Lounge Podcast, and I am coming back at you with an episode that I have been looking forward to all day, and we are talking to, I am so sorry, i my brain is completely fried. We are talking to Tristan Thibodeau. Thank you so much for being patient with me. Like I said, my brain is fried, and I have a lack of caffeine for this crazy Wisconsin weather Monday. How are you today, Tristan? <laughs> Girl, I understand.
1: Wisconsin win- Wisconsin winters are literally no joke. And you guys aren't in full-fledged winter yet, but you're getting there. Right. You're starting to taste
0: it. We are in, like, let me tell you, we are in that awkward, uncomfortable, like, fall weather where it is rainy, windy, and the allergies are kicking in. So it's like... You're not sure if you want to take the allergy meds because you don't want to fall asleep, but at the same time you're suffering, and then the rain and the winter, it's its miserable over here. How about where you're at?
1: I'm in Arizona, but I'm actually a native Ohioan, so we have the same weather. I completely understand it. The really fall cool. is like one day we'll be 60, and the next day we'll be 15, and it makes no what? sense.
0: So yes. I'm, and I'm then, there with you. Oh, my goodness. You get it. Thank you. Bless your heart. I appreciate you. <laughs> So much I for everybody who's who's listening she literally asked me before we kick this off if I wanted to reschedule I was like no I have been looking forward to this episode for the longest and I was like I, I am pushing through we are doing this I'm so excited so I just I appreciate you so much so so much and the reason I have been looking forward to this is we are discussing rebel branding and for our audience members This is right up the unladylike lounge alley. We have been discussing branding. We have been discussing how hard it is to break into all of this kind of just being unladylike and trying to break into branding, marketing, everything while still maintaining that unladylike identity. And so as soon as I saw Rebel branding on your page, I was like, "Oh, I have to talk to her. I don't know if it means what I think it means, but I need to talk to her. I need to find out. So thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for being patient with me. And I let's kick it off. What is Rebel Branding?
1: Yes. So everything I do as a brand strategist is around identifying what makes you unique as a brand. Because when you identify that onlyness factor, that element that only you can claim because you've taken the time to really understand what makes you unique, understand what differentiates you from your competitors, that's when you can really leverage that onlyness factor to stand out in your industry, no matter how saturated it is. And I know that You know, the pandemic brought so many new entrepreneurs into the online space out of necessity. And we're already like, girl, it's already crowded. Now we got more people coming in. Like, where are we gonna make room for all of this, right? So, the importance of standing out and differentiating yourself has never been more significant. And the Rebel branding aspect comes in to encourage people to find that element that they can really stand out and say, this is what makes me unique. This is why I'm different from everybody else, but this is how I'm going against the status quo. This is how I'm breaking what my industry standard is. This is why I'm saying I am going against everything that my industry has done thus far and positioning yourself as a thought leader around that rebelliousness and around that disruptive perspective. And it is just the most fun way to build a brand because you have so much fire and so much fuel to communicate with your audience and to build a really loyal community around you through your differences
0: and through what radically differentiates you so it is possible it definitely is possible it's just a matter of building that standing out getting out there getting your name out there and 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 differentiate differentiating yourself from all the others that have popped up over like you said the pandemic really made everybody kind of come out of the woodworks online, everywhere, as you mentioned, like, I mean, I, myself, just came out this summer, but everyone was like, what are you doing, like, everybody's doing all this online networking, marketing, branding, all this stuff, and I'm like, oh, no, what, what am I doing, what, what the heck have I gotten myself into, and I'm starting to realize, like, not everybody is doing what I'm doing, though, not everybody is, everybody is, in the same wave as i am so it is possible what can you say for entrepreneurs who are looking to start up but kind of have that "Uh, i'm not sure if this is the right time or "Uh, i'm not sure if this is the right move for me because there is it, it is so oversaturated Yeah. So if you're in that
1: position of I'm ready to do my own thing and I'm scared, or I don't know if it's the right time, or I don't know if I have enough information. Your first step is to start having as many conversations with people in the niche or industry that you want to dive into as possible. Start asking them what they wish they would have done differently, what they know to be true, given how involved they are in that niche or industry, and just start to consume and absorb information about what it is that you want to do. And one of the biggest reasons I suggest that is because sometimes when you set out to start a business and you think you know what consumers are looking for and then you start it and you promote those things those offerings or those products and services and nobody bites it's because you probably didn't quite hit the nail on the head because you're basing your business off of assumptions rather than real conversations and feedback from your consumer and that's where like talking to people in your industry Is such a freaking great start because they're going to be able to tell you, well, this is what I call myself. And these are the specific roles that I do, or these are the specific tasks that I do. And these are the people that I work with. And if I was getting started, this is what I would do. So it's going to set you off on such such a better, stronger first foot. And you're going to be so much more informed rather than just kind of going in blind. That's something I wish I would have done when I started back in 2016. And I'll tell you right now, it took me two, almost two and a half solid years of trial and error to really figure out where I wanted to go and what I wanted to do with my business. And I have no doubt that that could have been shortcutted had I had more conversations and had I just done more of my homework from the beginning.
0: Gotcha. So it's, it's definitely not something that is overnight, but it doesn't, oh, no. it, it, but doing your research and doing, you know, your homework can save you a lot of time and energy from having to draw out the process, but it's still not going to be overnight because there's a lot of people, myself included, have a lot of imposter syndrome where it's like, oh my gosh, this isn't happening right here, right now. It's not ever going to happen. But Patience is, is a virtue for a reason. Mm-hmm. So that's... I mean, I, I like how you mentioned, you know, do your homework, do your research, reach out. I, I love that because I... I started the Like Lounge, which was just a women's empowerment group, and it was a friend of mine who literally just said, nope, we're turning this into a business, we're turning this into a brand, and just kind of threw me into the deep end. And I was like, mm-hmm. shit! I have no idea what I'm doing. I have no idea, <laughs> like... I don't know the first thing about business. I don't know the first thing about branding, marketing, anything. Like, I yep. don't even know what kind of paperwork I need to fill out. Like, yep. I I barely even know where my birth certificate is. So
1: I, don't know. <laughs> I, I know that vaccine card is around here somewhere. I gotta I, go to Mexico. Where is that?
0: <laughs> where? Like, huh, this is not fair. So no, yep. I, I like the way you put that. Now, one major question that I have, and I know a lot of people have, what exactly is branding itself? Because I don't know that I even know the right, the right answer to that question.
1: Yes. I fucking love this question because it gives (laughs) me such an opportunity to be like, everything you thought you know is a lie. (laughs) Everything you thought you knew is not
0: true. So
1: let me start out with what a lot of people think branding is. So when people say, I need to get a brand created, Mm -hmm. or I need to have somebody build a brand for me, what most people are talking about is the brand identity. And that is the logo, the color palette, the typography. And what people typically call your brand, what they mean is the way that it looks. Mm -hmm. But the way that it looks is literally just the superficial layer that sits on top of what your brand actually is. So your brand identity, the way it looks, is a visual representation of what your brand actually is and what it stands for. So if, okay, your brand is not a logo, your brand is not a color palette, your brand is also not marketing, and it is also not advertising. So your brand informs and guides your advertising and your marketing. So, okay, now we've gone a couple layers deeper. It's not your logo. It's not your color palette. It's not marketing. It's not advertising. Well, what the hell is it then? Right. Your brand is the gut reaction that a consumer has when they become introduced to your business, your company, your product, or your service. So what that means is that it is an intangible asset. It's not something that you can physically touch or hold. It's not something that you can print like a logo. Your brand is the collection of thoughts and feelings that people have throughout the course of dozens and dozens of touch points that they have with your business. Okay. So, when somebody, and, and a lot of times, beginning business owners who, A, don't know this concept because it's not widely talked about, which is why I love to kind of like address that confusion. Right. It's not widely talked about. But, second, a lot of times people don't create quote unquote create their brand until they are more established and again by that i mean this is the time that we put money into a really nice custom website a really nice logo but the important thing to know is that you have a brand whether you are creating one intentionally or not and with that i mean anytime somebody talks to you anytime somebody sees your content anytime somebody receives an email makes a purchase gets an invoice anything That is creating what they understand your brand to be.
0: Okay. And so
1: from day one, how you present yourself, how you talk, how you communicate on behalf of your business is your brand. And that can take more of a solid shape through things like content creation, through things like brand identity creation, logo creation, website creation. But for everybody listening, you have a brand, whether you know it or not, And that brand is based off of just how you've acted as a business owner, how you communicate as a business owner, how you price yourself, et cetera, from day one.
0: So it's more or less, now correct me if I'm wrong, I'm just wanting to make sure I'm getting this because I literally, I was that person that thought my brand was my logo, how everything looked, how everything presented itself. More or less that experience that people are getting based on what you like that experience that they're getting from your business, from their interactions, from every single aspect of your business.
1: Everything that you do in your business creates your brand, which is why if you only think about your brand as a logo or as a color palette or a slogan, those are only the things that visually communicate what your brand is. So why don't you tell me a little bit about the unladylike brand? Tell me a little bit about who the audience is, what the personality is.
0: So the unladylike lounge is definitely, um, the audience is, it was originally women's empowerment. Mm -hmm. So it was mainly women all across the world. Um, and now that we're doing podcasts, it's men as well, which is kind of strange, but I'm all for it. Mm -hmm. Um, they're curious about what brings in their female counterparts. Um, it's, we represent what, I mean, I, it's hard to say now that we have men listening and interacting and everything. Um, but we're here to bring in understanding knowledge, whether they're looking to build their own, um, their own companies, whether they're looking to seek knowledge on, um, any different topic or, or experience, I kind of go out and look for those answers for them because when they come into our group, which I, I don't want to give too much away since it is more like a private, it's like a safe space for them. Mm Um, they come in for guidance and, and, um, how do I want to even put this? Like they come in for without giving too much away to the men (laughs) folk. They come in for sisterhood. They come in for camaraderie. They come in for like a safe space to talk, a safe space to have other people who know what they're going through, who understand what they're going through. And if we don't have the answers, I myself go out there and find those answers for them. Whether it be in a podcast where somebody might be like, hey, I have experience in that area. Let's do a podcast. Let's get that knowledge out there. And then we share that with other people um and then it just kind of built into a business aspect where we you know we we sell clothing we sell accessories we sell sex toys we do all the things and um then we're kind of like you know we have other needs as well and those other needs might be like hey i need my car fixed well hey i know this guy over here who's really good at what he does and his price points are awesome and it's like well let's promote him and it, so it's kind of like this big networking thing now it just kind of blew up overnight so it's I don't I don't know how to really explain it anymore it it started as women's empowerment and a sisterhood and now it just kind of blew up into this giant network of sisterhood with guy friends who are awesome to us <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah. So what do you think differentiates you? And this this all serves a point of identifying that holiness factor. So what do you think differentiates you from other sorts of, I would say, bold, unapolog- unapologetic online communities?
0: Wow. I, From what I've heard from our ladies is the fact that we are authentic. We are accepting non-judgmental and we are completely we are completely accepting in that we are unconditional in that and when we say that we are unconditional like we mean it and we go to war behind and for each and every one of our sisters as if we're sisters like when i say we're a sisterhood we are the sisterhood where We might not agree with each other we may not always like each other we might be pulling each other's hair one minute but the second that same girl said excuse me women sorry i women the minute she needs us we are right there ready to go to bat for her no matter who it is no matter what was just going on five minutes ago it it really is like a group of sisters and i think that's why we went from just a small local group that was supposed to be literally a local community to a thousand within three weeks to almost eight and a half thousand two years later and when I look back through our membership there are so many women who are still here from day one they haven't gone anywhere and I'm like we have been through the ringer in those two years and you're still here good gosh, you need a prize or something. What is going on? <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. So like what I'm hearing you say, and this is really important for you to continue growing the business and continue growing that merchandise line that you have is to identify that loneliness factor. And just from what you've shared, what I'm hearing is you are one of the only online communities that fosters a fiercely loyal sisterhood where you can – unapologetically connect with other people so that fiercely wow. loyal element is really what's coming through in terms of it doesn't matter if we think you're wrong if you're right if you say something we are going to be there for you and we are going to encourage you to make that step forward into the version of yourself that you want to be and we know you can be and so it's the element of we don't even need to know you in person. The second you step foot in here, we are now on your side. We are now advocating for the life that you want to live. And that that is really unique in that the second you step foot into our community, you know, quote-unquote step foot virtually, right. we are those fiercely loyal sisters that will be there for you no matter what. And that's really special.
0: Absolutely. That's really special. Absolutely. I never quite understood how to put it or how to think of it it was just always just this feeling that I had but you just completely put it into words <laughs> in a way that I never could thank you so much for that it's my job Oh my goodness. this is what <laughs> I do <God>. well, <laughs> I, I knew I was totally I knew I was looking forward to this for a reason I was seriously <laughs> sitting here like we we were we were trying to come up with ways to describe the lounge and ways to put yep. together like missions and all this stuff like i said i know nothing about this is hard i don't do business i do yep. i do facebook i do social media and yep. then i just get tossed into like here's a business and i'm just like no. <laughs> well here's the
1: thing is like i'm so glad that we kind of went through that little baby exercise together because your experience that you just had is the realest, rawest, most common experience that a lot of business owners have when you ask them what differentiates you from other brands. They literally are at a loss for words because it's such a complex question to ask and it's really hard to be objective when you are the person creating all of the things as the yes. business owner. It is yes. so hard to be objective. So that's why, as a brand strategist, when people come to me and they're ready to, whether it's expand open new aspects of their business, they want to reach new demographics, they want to break into new markets, whatever the problem that they're experiencing may be, my job is to first and foremost make sure that they can clearly communicate, this is what makes us special, this is what makes us different, this is something that we have that no one else has, aka that onlyness factor, because then when everything you do in terms of your content, your communications, your marketing, your advertising revolves around that factor, It becomes so much more strong and so much more magnetic that people can say, oh, this is what they do, as opposed to they're just another podcast or they're just another merchandise line or
0: whatever it may be. Right. right? Absolutely. And I, oh my goodness, thank you so much. That (laughs) makes so much sense. And I feel like just that exercise alone is going to help so many of our own ladies, as we so affectionately call ourselves in their own steps towards building their own businesses and building their own brands, because mm-hmm. we do have so, like, I mean, eight and a half thousand women worldwide. You can only imagine how many entrepreneurs we have within our group mm-hmm. that are also struggling with their own, with their own clarity towards, yep. towards being objective and, in trying to, you know, that, that was, that was difficult. That was so mm-hmm. difficult. And it's like, you don't, You don't quite know how to step outside and look at things from another perspective like what do we do you know you're so used to just sitting inside the circle and trying to master it you never quite look at it from another perspective so i thank you so much Mm -hmm. um where can my audience find more of your work where can they find more from you where can they work with you
1: Yes. Okay, everybody, come hang out on the Wild Woman House website. That's where you're literally going to find everything. You can find the podcast, which is the Wild Woman Hotline. You can find links to our TikTok, our Instagram, our Pinterest, all of the things. So just go there, pick your poison, and I'm sure that it's going to be in the show notes so that you can just click right on that link. But go to wildwomanhouse.com. And in terms of how to work with us, how to get support, It depends on where you're at with your business. So if you are looking for somebody to come in and do everything for you in terms of put together a brand strategy, marketing strategy, custom website, brand identity, we have a full team of design experts, copywriting experts to come in and do that for you. Or if you're like, I have somebody that I want to work with that's outside of the Wild House Agency, that's where I can come in as your strategist and work with you to work with your existing team members and to help you get the clarity that you need to thoroughly communicate who you are as a brand, what makes you special, and why people should choose you over your competitors.
0: Perfect. And like she said, everything will be in the show notes. So don't even worry about it. I got y'all. Don't even worry. (laughs) did you have any tips tricks advice or guidance before we close out i just want
1: to share for anybody that you know given that this is the unladylike lounge and that i immediately get the feel of unapologeticness boldness that feeling of not quite fitting into the mold or that feeling of maybe being told that you're too big too loud too extra whatever the too much is that you've been told Mm. you are your entire life when you become an entrepreneur that is your green light to just let all of that be amplified to take up as much space as you possibly can because in the online world of entrepreneurship that biggest expression is what is going to magnetize people to you and this is your space if there's no other place in the in your life for you to take up as much space as you want your business is that place And this is where being an entrepreneur, you get to break every single world, every single rule of what the quote unquote corporate world has taught us, right? You get to speak how you want. You get to dress how you want. You get to work with who you want. If somebody doesn't align with your values, see you later. I literally turned down last week a $100,000 project because they were anti-trans women. I'm like, absolutely not you get that freedom you get that power and there is nothing more liberating and exciting but also terrifying (laughs) of having that much freedom and let me tell you you are going to grow into yourself and you are going to step into yourself when you become that CEO that you see yourself being because a you have to but b, you get to absolutely so go big do not hold back let yourself take up space express what you want to express And just let yourself go wild.
0: Absolutely. I love it. I fucking love it. Thank you so much. Thank (laughs) you so much for joining us. Thank you for teaching me about myself, about my brand, about my business. Just I appreciate you so much. Mm -hmm. Intimidating as heck to stand back and take a look and try to figure it out. But thank you for doing that for us. And to all my unladies, to our ladies and gentlemen who are listening, You already know, I love y'all fiercely.